When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors rossy, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tailgate. We're back. We actually have shit to talk about now that's recent. Instead of just, oh, here's what we think's going to happen in this conference. Uh, we're going to be reacting to week zero. Gonna be talking week one games. Uh, Bishop Sycamore, even though this is a college football podcast, uh, these are guys who do- went to junior college, so they this counts, I guess. Kiernan, it, it it must. I mean, that's the only explanation for it. Uh, some video game talk. Uh, I have to amend something I had said in our Pac-12 preview. But before we get into all, that, I didn't even tell Kiernan we were gonna be talking about that. Before we get into that. Kieran has something he wants to talk about. This is the first time he says to me, like, hey, I want to talk about something specifically, but he won't tell me what it was. Kiernan, what do you have to get off your chest? So I need to talk about, it's, it's old news. It's technically a day old, but it's Cam Newton being released by the Patriots. Now, given that it's, you know, uh, uh, you know, this happens all the time. QBs that are promising or, you know, Older QBs that are brought in are let go all of the time. And it, it's nothing specific, right? But if it wasn't for the exact people on this podcast, i.e. Kevin, this wouldn't matter, right? Because Cam Newton, as we all know, played his fourth and final year of eligibility at Auburn. There is no school that Kevin hates more, <laughs> maybe LSU, but uh, than Auburn. And he is being replaced by a rookie quarterback out of Alabama. And I can only imagine that if this podcast exists, however many years it exists, is going to be Kevin's fallback point at every single opportunity he gets to talk about Mac Jones and being a QB out of Alabama. And he's going to hold it over all of our heads, and I'm going to go insane. So be prepared, listeners, because this is going to be a shit show. 
I mean, like we've said, this is a cultural podcast. I did want to talk about this, but I didn't know if we should. So, Kieran, I'm glad you're the one to brought it up. But I just have one thing to say about this. Nice uh, to see side. Auburn. Go- no, nice to see Auburn got his first L from Alabama out of the way early. <laughs> and so it begins, ladies and gentlemen. First of many this season, Iron Bowl, Dunzo. Alabama's going to blow him out of the water. The Iron Bowl of basketball, Nate Oates is coming, baby. He's doing SEAL training. Bruce Pearl, watch your ass. You're fucked. Auburn baseball, you're trash. It's over. It's a wrap. All right. So so now I have opened Pandora's box, as it were, and we're going after baseball. Instead of me just keeping it to football, Kevin has gone on to college baseball, which I don't know jack shit about. All I know is Mississippi State won their first national championship as a program. Uh Notice what happens when you bring Mike Mike Leach in, just winning exudes off of him. Uh, and, I mean, yeah. But I like how I was like, oh, this is a college football podcast, so I didn't know if we should talk about this. And then I was like, yeah, Nate Oates, bitch. <laughs> bring them all in. Oh, that's great. Well, well, we can connect it because it's the whole, you know, former Auburn, granted one year, but former uh, Auburn graduate, former uh, – Alabama player, you know, QB1, now going for the Patriots. So it's all fun and games on this podcast. Perfect. Also, I might hate Tennessee more. Oh, what have they done? It, I, have you never seen that video? Which fucking which video? Uh, anyone who is an Alabama fan listening to this knows what video I'm talking about. All right, man. Uh, just, uh, Man, I hate Tennessee because first of all, it's Tennessee, and I I, I just hate them because they 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 low down, they dirty, they some snitches. See, so yeah, I might hate Tennessee more than Auburn and LSU, depending on the day. But now that we're done talking about things I hate and college basketball and baseball in the NFL, uh, we're gonna talk about. Have you ever seen? Catch me if you can, Karen. Yes. With uh, Frank Abagnale being chased by Tom Hanks. Yes. Um Well, people say that's Frank Abagnale is the greatest fraudster ever. Uh, I raised them a Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Phenomenal. So everyone's probably heard the story right now, but it started in 2018 as an online charter school called Christians of Faith Academy. Uh, he's, uh, the head coach of Bishop Sycamore started it and then he became Bishop Sycamore's head coach. Then there were some things that they, a lot, they found out they don't have an actual campus. It's all online. If you look up the address they give, it's a random house in Ohio. Uh, they're not a part of the Ohio high school athletic association. Their, their website doesn't work. Then. Uh, they played IMG on ESPN last week. They lost 58 to nothing. And they were telling ESPN, oh, we have all these D1 prospects going to top schools. Uh, no, by the middle of the game, you know, it's like, we can't verify any of this. ESPN right. is blaming the marketing company they use to schedule these games. The marketing company is blaming ESPN. It's ESPN's fault. And then it also came out that what 
the coach has an active arrest warrant out for him. At How least he didn't get nailed of, during the game. I don't know. I, I don't know either. At least one of their players was part of the 2020 recruiting class from Florida. And it's just a lot going on with this. It's almost it's almost as if like each layer you unpacked, you realize, holy shit, this just keeps getting deeper, deeper. And it, it honestly, like I I read an article and it was like basically the Spark Notes version of it or whatever. But it was it, it like everything you're you're just like surely this has to be the end. Surely this has to be in the end. And you're like, oh, and he also has a you know hundred thousand uh, dollar fraud you know uh, fraud charge against him. And you're like, where does it end? Where at what point does this guy who this mysterious head coach stop? Or where does Bishop Bishop Sycamore stop? And uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And at Zion Olede, uh, O-L-O-J-E-D-E on Twitter, talked to a former, when it was Christians of Faith Academy, and that was shut down and rebranded as Bishop Sycamore, talked to one of those COF players, Aaron Boyd, who said how they didn't have hotels. They were paying for things with bounced checks. They had to sleep on the floor of some house, like all the players did. They had to rob stores so they could eat. And how does ESPN let this happen? Yeah. Like even if the even if the marketing company like scheduled it or whatever, you know, whatever ESPN says, surely there's somebody to vet this information going, uh, Bishop Sycamore, hmm, let's look it up. And I mean, I've granted like you know, if you were to do like a quick Google search, you could probably find that this was BS. But even still, like there are thousands, I mean, probably millions of high schools, you know, in this country, right? I get yeah. there's a lot of, uh, you know, you might not have heard of one particular high school, right? Like the high school we went to, nobody's going to know about that outside of Connecticut, you know, at the at the utmost extent of yeah. like their reach. But to to just quick Google search and go, uh, who are these people? And they're not even associated with the Ohio High School uh, board or anything. Like, surely. And say what you want. Like, yeah, no one would have heard of our high school, even though we're pretty good at football. No one would have heard of us outside of like the Northeast, really. Yeah. No one in Ohio had heard of Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And yeah, have an intern do it. Like, hey, it, yeah. you're our high school football intern. We'll, we'll have, we'll give you the schedule. Look up the teams. Give us some quick facts about them. Yeah, and, and it would take it would take you, all of five minutes. I mean, that's what I and, to prepare for this show. Five minutes, five minute reasons yeah. ahead of time. And then the kid <laughs> would go to his boss and be like, "Hey, I can't find any. I none of these players are prospects. They're not on our ESPN 300." The school doesn't exist. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I can't find anything. Unless there is an intern to do that. And he didn't want to admit he couldn't find anything. (laughs) I'm surprised ESPN didn't blame that. Oh, we have an intern look up for facts of the team. It's his fault. He didn't bring it to us. Oh, no. No. I mean, I mean, it, it has to stop with like the scheduling and things like that. First of all, first of all, if they're playing IGM Academy, which is like well known as one of the best 
football programs in the country. Surely you'd say, all right, let's let's put an actual opponent against them, like the second best team in the country. You know, granted, it might be in a completely different state, but, you know, IGM. It already is, was. IMG's in Florida. Bishop Sycamore no, no, no. allegedly in Ohio. Yeah, no, what I mean, what I mean to say is like, surely you'd look that up beforehand. Like in terms of logistics and everything. Yeah, I mean, this is just a gross fuck up by ESPN. That's what it comes down to. There's no other explanation for it. They can point all the fingers they want. And like you have 21 year olds going out there against these 16. 17-year-olds, and getting their ass handed to them. But, like, one of these kids on IMG is going D1. More than one. Like, basically all their starters will be going to a D1 powerhouse. And you have them going against 21-year-olds who might injure a high school kid. Yeah. Like, where's the legality in that? Like, that you'd have, like, a whole set of uh, legal obligations to to fight through if that happened as well. Yeah, and and Pete, like when you start playing high school football, you understand football's not necessarily safe. You will get injured, but you're not expecting to play against grown ass men. Right. Like there's a significant difference between a 16 year old in high school and a 21 year old trying his best. <laughs> the 21 like, year old is going to be stronger. The fact that they lost that badly is honestly embarrassing for the 21 year olds. Like, wh- what if Bishop Sycamore won? God forbid, what if the IMG players actually got hurt? ESPN would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Bishop Sycamore would too, but they're already in trouble. So, Well, th- what? A, who are they going to report to? Like, they're a non-entity. Like, what are you going to say that has a, an arrest warrant? Yeah. You go to jail. I wonder what's going to happen to him, though, because they're definitely going to... They have to this, right? They have to arrest him. They know he was on national TV and it's coming as an active arrest. If you're you're on national TV, you have to be arrested like the next day. uh, Either that or he's just going to end up coaching some random team in a different country. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone on the run to to a place with no extradition treaty. I don't even know that. He might just go into hiding, change his name, put on a fake mustache, and he's going to appear in like five years coaching for the Queretaro City Pioneros in Mexico. Like, I, I think that's his only choice now. Yeah, pretty much. Also, that is a real team, by the way. I you was going to say, did you look that up prior? Oh, sorry. It's a... Uh, Pioneers Quarataro. Oh, their logo is actually kind of fire. Cannon, do you want to get really into like, oh, what's the league called? Liga de Liga de Football Americano Profesional. Yes, please, let's do it. Do you want to get really games. into that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch. Let's try and watch all, all right. their games. I don't speak Spanish. I took French since yeah, I was in like eighth grade. But I'm we gonna read you the class, team actually. names. Yes, we were. I'm going to read you the team names, and I think we have to, we should pick one now to get really into for some reason. Okay, hold on. Let me. Are you just going to read them, or should I look them up as well? I'm going to read them. Okay, okay. Because I think it'll be great content to hear me try and pronounce these Spanish words. Yes, yes, let's do it. Uh, the Dinos Saltillo, 
from Saltillo Coahuila, which is a state in Mexico. So the dinos, basically. The Fundadores Monterey of Monterey Nuevo Leon. The Pioneros Cuartero, which is in Cuartero City, Cuartero State. The Raptors Nacalpan from the state of Mexico. So Mexico has a state named the state of Mexico. That's funny. Okay. The Artieros from Puebla City, Puebla. Oh, the Condors. I like, I like Artieros. Yeah, I do too. The, the Condors, Condors right in Mexico City. Okay. The Mexicas from Mexico City. Okay. The Osos from Toluca, state of Mexico. Why? Oh. And then the Mayas, also from Mexico City. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what I, was, I would what... also like to point out, though, the state of Mexico has a team in the North Division and the Central Division. Yeah, just in case. They're covering their bases so they can possibly win both. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. So are we getting into the Artieros? Yeah, I think I think we should. I think that's our team. Artieros. Special. One of their players has a uh, an IMDB page. Or not IMDB, a Wikipedia page. It's like, where are you going uh, with IMDB? Is he starring no. in a movie as well? No, sorry. He has a Wikipedia page. Gabriel Amavizka Ortiz, who played at the Universidad de las Americas Puebla, and also, oh, that's the same team. Wait, no, that's not. Those are different schools, right? Yeah. And then also the Benemerita Universidad Autonoma de Puebla. So those are the two schools we played for. He was on the Hamilton Tiger Cats in 2019. This is also an old roster, apparently. I don't know if this league still exists. I'm going to be very sad if it doesn't. Well, if if that fails, there is the uh, there is an Irish American Football League. Not a word oh, of lie. Yeah. Wait, Karen, I, I think we have to get really into that. All right. <laughs> we might be able to pronounce the names a little bit better. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, if they're, they're all in Gaelic... Irish. If they're uh, all yeah. in Irish Gaelic, I'm sending you the link and you can pronounce the teams. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Do um, that. I, I have no I oh, lick of. Oh, there's three divisions too? Perfect. Oh, and the names are in English. Let's go. So, should <laughs> we pick a team for this as we get way off point here? Yeah, quickly. We'll do it quickly. All right. The Belfast Knights, the Belfast Trojans. The Cork Admirals, the Dublin Rebels, South Dublin Panthers, UCD, which is University College Dublin. Okay. Good good job. I'm glad you knew that. Colleges have this is a college league? I guess. Okay, perfect. American Football Ireland is the name of the league, I guess. And then the University of Limerick Vikings in the West Dublin Rhinos. Also, I'm kind of a fan of the TCD Trinity in Division One of the IAFL. Yes. Well, okay. So that'll be that'll be our team in, in Division One, and I'm go. I would like to nominate the Cork Admirals for the Premier Division. Okay. 
So Quark All Admiral's right. premiere and then Trinity for Division One, and no one cares about Division Two because they suck. Yep. Yeah. All right. Great. So we've got that out of the way. All right. Back to college football. <laughs> Can I make what? So this is college football, just in another country. Oh, yeah, true. True. That is a good point. Yeah, so. To bring it back, I think the premier division is like FBS or the power five FBS division. Yeah. One is like group of five and then division two is FCS. So no one cares about FCS. Except uh, Michigan should care about FCS because it's the seven year anniversary today of when app state beat them. Yep. Saw that. Saw that. Uh, TBT on ESPN's page today. I was like, oh, yeah. I saw you like that on Instagram. Uh, but mm-hmm. all right, so that was a whole lot of ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, we do that a lot on this show. True. It's probably only going to get worse from here on out the rest of the way. Oh, easily. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna mess things up. I think when I tweet this episode, it's going to be like, want to hear Kevin try to per- speak Spanish? <laughs> yeah. The tagline. So uh, getting back into kind of. Not even college football. This is really Madden stuff now. With uh, NCAA, or not NCAA, college football 23 or whatever the hell EA decides. No. Pretty sure it was uh, the, new, and the new college football game that's coming oh, out. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I That might be 24, actually, because I think it's coming out in 23. But so, in uh, KO, Superstar KO in Madden 22, Madden added campus legends or campus legend teams. And of course they only did the teams for superstar ca- or for face of the franchise. Cause they didn't feel like adding new teams, which is bullshit. I'm so mad, but uh, some of the teams, the teams are stacked. Did you look up the rosters? Um, I didn't look up the rosters specifically, but I did look up the teams. Uh I'm just going to tell you the roster I think is the most sacked. USC is loaded. Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, Lynn Swanson, Keyshawn Johnson, and then the defense is absurd. Willie McGinnis, Junior Seau, Clay Matthews, Ronnie Lotz at cornerback, Taylor Mays, and Troy Palamalu. Damn, that's nuts. And, like, some of the other teams are good, uh, Texas is loaded. Vince Young, Earl Campbell, Priest Holmes, Ricky Williams at fullback, Roy Williams, Jermichael Finley, Derek Thomas, Brian Arakpo, Quadre Diggs, and Earl Thomas. Damn, that's nuts. Like, they're all loaded. Everyone plays in this mode as Oklahoma, though. Oh, it's yeah. Kyler Murray, AP, CeeDee Lamb, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. They list Trent Williams because they put him at left tackle on there. Leroy Selman, Brian Bosworth, Tony Casillas, and Roy Williams at free safety. Like, the offense is good. The defense is not that good. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's standard practice for the Big 12, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, oh, or Texas has some decent defensive players, at least. Yeah, but Texas is like historic. Well, I shouldn't say that because so is Oklahoma. But. That's true. Also, <laughs> Nebraska's is funny. What is Nebraska's? Tommy Frazier at quarterback, Amon Green and Rex Burkhead at running backs, Andy Janovich at fullback, Irving Fryer, wide receiver, and then Indomitian Sue, Malik Collins, Randy Gregory, Levante David, and Prince Amukamara. That offense is horrible. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. 
So uh, out of the it, when I get Madden 22, I just watch videos and everyone happens to play as Oklahoma and them. Uh, I am probably just going to rock USC and just dominate. Yeah, I think I think that like didn't Vince Young and Reggie Bush did that. Uh, uh, yeah, they played each other. Was, the, yeah, the, the yeah. repeat. That was funny. I think Vince won. Vince, uh, Vince Young won, right? I, I think so. Yeah. I'm I, pretty he held sure. Up I the, watched he held up the paper that says we're, we're repeating or whatever. It was like some random clip I saw on, on ESPN or whatever they did. Yeah, I would hope that Vince Young would win. I would hope that he's a little better at especially at passing in Madden than Reggie Bush. <laughs> yeah, you'd hope, you'd hope that. Even though Madden's a cluster and it's nothing like actual football, but oh, yeah. I, mean, I still think Vince Young could probably find the open man a little better, even in a video game. <laughs> All right, Ken, do you actually want to talk about college football now? The yeah, whole let's, let's, reason we have this podcast. Yes, let's, let's do that. So week zero was this weekend. And, oh boy, uh, Scott Frost is probably getting fired very soon. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, yeah. And for those who are saying, like, it was one bad game. It was the first game of the year. Like, don't not count against him. I'm sorry. Illinois has not beaten Nebraska in back-to-back years since 1923 and 1924. What does Illinois do the first two years Scott Frost is at Nebraska? Loses to Illinois. Yeah, it like they need to fire him. I'm surprised they didn't already. Honestly, I yeah, I don't know if we we said this um, during our Big Ten breakdown or whatever, but I think Scott Frost should have been on that hot seat. I think I don't. I think I had him on my hot seat. I don't like uh, that. Team. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't like Adrian Martinez either. Uh he also has the second worst win percentage out of Nebraska head coaches. Bill Jennings is the only one who's worse, and he coached from 57 to 61. And I asked for hot takes on Twitter. This relates to the Nebraska thing. Only one person answered. That's a little hurtful. I'm ashamed. Um, Scott Frost ends up as a tight end coach for Saban. Hell no. Keep that man away from my program. Yeah, that's a, that's a guaranteed loss in that position. Like It's absurd. And then UCLA starts out well with uh, Chip Kelly trying to win his job back after beating Hawaii 31-3. to three. Uh, 44-10? Did you stop it after? 44-10. Uh, I probably did. I was with my family, and I was 31-3 to three towards the end, so I was kind of like, okay. Oh yeah, I was I was watching that game, um, and it was like every time, like I was helping the I was helping move people, and uh, I like I had it on, um, and every time I turned my head to look at the screen, UCLA either scored, uh, deflected a pass, intercepted uh, a pass, got a fumble recovery or some something of that nature, and either scored or they were on like the twenty. And it was like that was the consistent pattern. And honestly, if if UCLA plays as well as they, I get it. It's against Hawaii. It's not a huge competitor. But if UCLA plays the same way with that type of like aggressiveness on defense, I think they have potential to do really well this year. 
And I get it. It's one game. I get it is against Hawaii. But, like, just looking at that defense, I was like, wow, that's good. That's right. I mean, also, Hawaii is one of those group of five schools that it's never great, but it's not terrible, I don't think. Right. Like, they could they could win against a Pac-12 team. Like, you know, on any given day, on any random day. But I'm not, like giving more credit to Hawaii or anything like that. I'm just saying that UCLA looked really good. Their their defense looked really good. So we'll see how that continues throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, two years ago, Hawaii won, or lost but made it to the Mountain West Championship game. Last year, they made it to a bowl game. Uh, 2018, they made it to a bowl game. Like, they're no pushovers. Uh, so, no, they're not terrible. And uh, and also, UConn kept doing UConn things. Lost 45 yep. nothing Fresno State. Yikes. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. So that was an embarrassment for New England. Um. Oh, but speaking of Hawaii, I said I have to amend something I said in the Pac-12 championship or the right. Pac-12 preview. I would like to change my pick for the Pac-12 North. The Pac-12 North, you said? Yes. Okay, who is it going to be? I, I said I could see <laughs> what – well, not necessarily change my pick, but one of my predictions. I said Washington State will be good. Right. Uh, Washington State is currently getting sued. And it ties to Hawaii because Nick Rolovich was the head coach of Hawaii for some of those teams. And uh, he is also getting sued. For, I have the court documents up. Uh, Violations of rights secured by the First Amendment, the 14th Amendment, and Title VI of the Civil Rights Act. Holy shit. And the 14th Amendment also... Uh, protect certain civil liberties and civil rights. Uh, but a former player, Cassidy Woods, was on the team, committed when Mike Leach was there. Mike Leach left. Nick Rolovich was hired. They're like, oh, he was a starter by a sophomore year. That's not that impressive, really. Like, there are a lot of guys who do that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, he was concerned. He went back to Texas once COVID happened, was told, oh, we're like, this is the safest place you are. Washington State was not telling the players when guys would test positive. His because uh, Cassidy Woods has sickle cell, which is one of the at-risk groups for COVID. 
Right. Uh, so they said, well, like this safest place for you. When a guy tested positive, they didn't tell the team his roommate tested positive and he found out from his roommate who knew about his sickle sounds like you should know that guys in the 10 guys on the team have already tested positive. So, but that's not where the lawsuit comes in. That's just other things that was put in to say like, Hey, Nick Rolovich is a piece of shit. So, uh, and then, uh, it was around the time of the, we are United movement, which was fighting against kind of the NCAAs. I don't want to say abuse, but treatment of college football or college players, not paying them and how uh, they claimed in the movement that it disproportionately affected black athletes. And uh, Cassidy Woods said, I'm going to be outspoken about this. I agree with this movement, and I believe in it. And Nick Rolovich said, hey, if you took time away and sat out because of COVID, that'd be fine. Uh, but if you take part in this movement, things will be different for you. I'm, I can't take away your scholarship, but they will be different. And he said, I don't care. And he sat out and they removed him from all team messaging platforms. They had an off-season workout program and uh, software they used. They removed him from that. So that's where the violation of Civil Rights Act goes in and all that and violation of First Amendment rights. So, yeah. So uh, Washington State is probably not going to do anything because this lawsuit seems very legit. Yeah, they're, they're screwed. They're very much screwed. I'll, I'll, in fairness, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, pick somebody else. I will keep you to the, the Washington State pick. I don't think I had them winning it. I did. I yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm I pretty did. sure you did. I did. It, but I did say they would win. I said they would make it. Um, which you know, good old fashioned Washington. Fair enough. I think I, I still don't like Mario Cristobal. Yeah. <laughs> You seem to have, you seem to be able to bring him up in every episode. Don't like him. Fair enough. So, Cannon, any other thoughts on Week Zero as we're bouncing around like something fierce? Yeah. Uh, so, Week Zero was was. Can we even call it a Week Zero? Like, it's just it, all it was was essentially just happening a week before. You know the the regularly scheduled uh, Saturday matchups. I, so the week zero was weird, calling it a week zero. But I mean, other than the you know Nebraska losing and UCLA dominating, uh, there's really no surprises. Or there was no big surprises in my opinion, um, except for maybe the fact that uh, I didn't know that UTEP was big enough to have a football program. That's something new. Oh yeah, UTEP. I think they have a decent program. It's nothing great, but yeah. I think we can still call it week zero because it's not, it doesn't have as many games. Right. Well, I understand that. And understand. there's no marquee games. It's no one cares about Nebraska, Illinois right now. <laughs> no one cares yeah, about exactly. either of those teams. No one cares about UCLA. What? I care about UCLA. Yeah. Cause you think they're going to make noise in the Pac 12, but outside of you and UCLA fans. I almost said people in others. (laughs) Really? I was going to say people who from LA, but no one in LA cares about UCLA that for football, they all care about USC. Yeah. 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 So no one can, it's, it's an appetizer. Like, Ooh, look, college football is almost back. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, the NCAA and ESPN dangling it out in front of us. Do you want some more? (laughs) 
Pretty much, and it's degenerates who love college football and degenerate gamblers are going to tune in and bet on it and watch it because we're like junkies. We're missing college football that badly. I, I mean, yeah, I am. I definitely am. Oh, same. I mean, Outside of being with my family and missing the end of Hawaii, UCLA, I watch the rest of those games. You even watch S- Southern Utah versus San Jose? Yes. I watched that, and then, oh, what was the other one? I watched one that night. It was like North South Carolina State versus, oh, who was it? I watched it as I was going to bed that night because it was at like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Was it South Carolina State? They Someone played, and it was not a good game. Might have been UTEP. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, one of the really bad games that night. I was clearly very awake. <laughs> Can't even remember the uh, team names. Yeah, no. Uh, if my computer wants to load, there's gonna. Why well, I I look up weeks here. Because there's there's oh, UTEP yeah, it, in New Mexico State was, and Southern Utah San, versus San Jose. San Jose State versus Southern Utah is what I watched. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, know why. In half, in, in half, a little over half an hour, you get to see UAB versus Jacksonville State on ESPN. So, just oh, I'm so excited, so excited. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna I don't be know why. One. <laughs> I don't know why I'm that excited about it, but. So, Karen, you want to pick some games, then we can talk about any other games we want for this week. Pick some games to watch or pick some games like... Uh, no, make some picks on some games that will be happening. All right. So... Uh, I have I, the games in front of me that, we can, that we're going to pick between. We're going to pick. We're going to make picks on who's going to win. All right. All right. So uh, I think you told me them earlier. So I'll avoid those so we get to talk about them in a second. Um, okay. I, I am looking... Well, again, biases coming in. I am looking forward to the Ohio... State Minnesota game tomorrow at eight. I'm looking forward to the Michigan State Northwestern game at nine on Friday, and uh, on Saturday, I'm looking forward to like I have to say the Indiana Iowa game because, and I'll talk I'll talk about that in a second. But like those, obviously they're Big Ten, they're big. Uh, your biases, I I like watching those types of games, but. Uh, those are the three like that are overall, I think, going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'll be watching. Uh, I'm really well. excited for that Illinois Iowa one. Uh, I go the opposite end with you on some of these games. Like I'm you excited mean, to see. Iowa? Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry, I was reading Illinois. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to see some of the bad Power Five teams against Group of Five or FCS schools because I want to see how bad they're going to be. Yeah. So, so who are you like, looking for? Tennessee versus Bowling Green tomorrow at eight, or tomorrow being Thursday at eight. I'm Bowling excited Green for that upset. one. Bowling Green Kansas upset. versus South Dakota. Nebraska versus Fordham. Oh, Nebraska like, these are versus gonna be Fordham. Great. That's going to be fun. Oh, Vandy. Like if- what? Oh, I just saw it. Vandy versus East Tennessee State. Gonna be Give me the upset. Yes, <laughs> send it. 
Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's, it's LSU versus UCLA. So that's going to be fun. You got UCLA in that one, Kevin? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can hop on the chip bandwagon that early. I, go on. I don't think go on. I I don't think LSU will be good, but I don't think they'll be they lose to LSU. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. I'm I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon now. Just 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 for shits and giggles. I'm gonna hop on the UCLA bandwagon. I'm gonna hop on early so that like when I'm proven correct, it's gonna feel good. And when I'm proven wrong, it's just gonna be like, ah, well, the UCLA. <laughs> I was just, I was just memeing. Yeah, I was memeing, guys. Jeez, chill out. <laughs> All right, do you want to talk about our games of the week now that we will be making picks on? Yes. All right. What do you want to start with? My team, your team. Uh, the rattlesnake pick is what we're gonna call this fourth team or the game of the week. Uh, let's start with yours. All right. Alabama versus Miami. Uh, Dorit King is playing. Uh, it was people weren't sure if he would be back in time for this game. Uh, kickoff in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium at three thirty. Alabama is a nineteen and a half point favorite. That's a consensus according to Odd Shark. Uh, some places have eighteen and a half. Eighty percent think Bama will cover. Over under sixty one and a half predicted score fifty six point five to twenty three point nine. So I'm glad I started with this one or we started with this one because the answer is Bama. It's, you know, the only people that are saying it's Miami are Miami fans. So pretty short, sweet to the point, Bama. My favorite thing I've heard uh, from. Yeah, I'm taking Bama and the points. Yeah, I agree. Alabama will win by 25 plus probably. Uh, My favorite thing I heard this offseason was Jared, the host of the corner boot said, Miami's going to shock the world this game. And Cruz, who's the host of cruise control was on too. And we looked at it like, what are you talking about? No, they're not going to win. They're just going to cover the snow. Or he didn't think the spread would be this big. And I still don't think Miami's going to cover. Yeah, no, they're not going to. You have a quarterback who depends a lot on his legs coming off an ACL injury where he couldn't work out that much this offseason. He is going to be slow and very, uh, what's the word, disoriented on the field. Maybe not disoriented, but, but awkward uh, on the field. I don't I think mean, he's going to be. No, probably disoriented. He went from playing <laughs> group of five schools mostly to playing exclusively ACC schools to an SEC reigning national champion. Yeah, he's it, going it, to be disoriented. Yeah, it's it's not even good. I, if if he doesn't get sacked a minimum of three times, I'll consider the Alabama defense a failure. Oh, if he doesn't get sacked at least three times, I'm bringing back the fire Pete Golding shirts. <laughs> we can, ladies and gentlemen, we are less than a week in, and we are back at fire Pete Golding. That did uh, he not got take long. Did he not got his that. shit together towards the end of last year, and people are, but people are predicting this will be the best Alabama defense since like 2016 when we had an amazing defense. So you can't go with those expectations and not sack a quarterback practically on one leg still, less than three times. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll just go down the line then because that was my first game on search sheet. Uh, Penn State versus Wisco. It is. Noon kickoff, Eastern Time, in Wisconsin. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Wisco's a minus five and a half currently. Uh, Consensus has 50-50. They're split. Some think Wisco will cover half don't uh over under is 50 i hate round number odds by the way they are the bane of my existence and i hate everything about them uh projected score though so wisconsin's five and a half point favorite but the predicted score according to odd shark is penn state 30.3 to wisco 27.6 so obviously obviously i have to pick penn state but I have to say, I'm nervous. Not because of, like, you know, Wisconsin showing any particular promise this year. It's more the fact that historically, Wisconsin is really, really good. Uh, not really good, but really good in the Big Ten. They, they win games. And it's at Wisconsin, too. I am afraid. I don't even care. I don't care what the spread is. I don't care what the over-under is. I, I care nothing about that. I need Penn State to completely dominate Wisconsin. Just just, just for the benchmark of how this season is going to go. That's all I need. And if I get that, I'll be happy. Uh, fair. Uh, I have been very open about my love for Graham Mertz. Uh, I do like Wisconsin this year, honestly. Uh, they're not my Big Ten darlings, as anyone knows. That is Indiana. Uh, I think Wisconsin will make some noise in the Big Ten this year. That's very fair. They they they, they tend to win, or at least uh, come close to the West. At least winning the West. But so something about Penn State this year. You got a little, James uh, Franklin's coaching for his job. Agreed. They Agreed, brought yeah. in a new offensive coordinator to replace Kirk Chiroka, who was yeah. not that good at the job last oh, year. Oh, man. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad. So, uh, something's telling me to pick Penn State in my heart. But I don't know. I These week one games are going to be tough to pick because if Graham Mertz can look how he looked at his best last season – Wisconsin's going to run away with a lot of games. I'm going to pick Wisconsin, but Penn State's going to cover. I think it'll come down to a field goal. Kevin, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. I- I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, you know, you're 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 trusting your gut. 
see with Alabama, it's a lot easier because you're just like, oh yeah, that's going to happen. But with Penn State and Wisconsin, or at least on the Penn State side, you're like, well, they might not. Like, it might be, it might be a last second field goal. And I, I swear, I've been to those games. I've been at Beaver Stadium when it's, you know, a roaring crowd, and they'll leave it. They'll leave it till the two minute warning, you know, in the fourth quarter. And I'm just like, guys, come on, we can't be doing this. I'm 20 years old. I can't have a heart attack this early. Ah, uh, yeah, this. I am going to feel very bad for you. Uh, I'm not going to text you during the game, but I'm going to text you after asking how your heart's holding up. I'll wear my Fitbit and I'll tell you how much, what my heart rate's at. I'm going to want a halftime update on that. (laughs) It's going to be at like 170. I I have to say this. I am the worst when it comes to watching Penn State games. Everybody who watches it with me is just like, Kiernan, calm the hell down. And I go, no, no, they're fucking losing. Or they're not winning and by enough. Oh, I'm the same way. Uh, during 2019, the LSU game, my sister took a picture of me face down on my couch, just I not looking at the TV. Wasn't that your profile picture for a while? It might have been. I don't really know. I think it was. I remember the picture vividly. It was uh, It was uh, very funny. I was sad. Uh, all right. Th- the game Next. of the week. Let's not talk about my sad days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's go. Game on. of the week. Is this where game day is this week? Oh, I don't know where game day is this week. Um, call it game day. All right. Let's just look where game day is this week because it. Okay. That's week two. Where's week one? Why, why is it not game? Oh, week. Yeah, it is. All right. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, week one is Charlotte for Clemson versus Georgia at Bank of America Stadium. Uh, Clemson is favored by three points. 52% of bettors on Odd Shark believe Clemson will cover. Uh, over-under is 59.5. Projected score, Georgia 31.4. Clemson 41.4. Uh I'm going to go Georgia on this one. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Going Georgia. 100%. Georgia is Georgia is going to take this win. That Yeah, it's I Uh sorry, I'm thinking this. Uh yeah, it's I don't know why. I just feel like it's early enough in the season that Kirby Smart won't blow it at the end. Yeah. I would agree with you. Also, I I, I, I don't like Clemson's quarterback. I, he did not look good at all at any points in his one game last year. Yeah. Now, granted, I mean, being, you know, getting in one game in the middle of the season while your star has COVID does not constitute how you're going to perform, you know, next Yeah, year. I mean, but I, understand I think he'll be mean. better, but I think Georgia will, I think Georgia's going to be there for the SEC championship. So I, I think I, a team that good, you can't have okay quarterback play. And I think that's what you can hope for with DJ. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I think Georgia has the team this year to not only punish Clemson, but honestly challenge Alabama. I think what they're playing early on in the season, aren't they? Alabama and Georgia. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I got that scheduling wrong, but I, I I genuinely think that while they might not be 
Alabama, they will certainly pressure them and pressure most teams that they play this year. I'm looking at the schedule now. It does not look like Alabama's playing Georgia in the regular season. Wait, what? That makes sense? Alabama's not playing, playing Georgia in the regular season. Oh, really? Oh, I must have read the schedule wrong. I don't think so. That's what uh, this is telling me. And by this, I mean Google. <laughs> Good old Google. I miss when I would just like get the Alabama schedules at work. Yeah, you're actually right. Um, they, they don't play. Okay. Yeah. Whoops. I That's my bad. Felt anyway. like that was wrong. Yeah, but yeah, it's fine. You mean in the SEC championship? Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I do. <laughs> yes, I think I think Georgia has the team this year to to pressure. They're going to beat Clemson, I think, but they ha- they are going to pressure Alabama. They might yeah, not I win. Mean, also, but certainly pressure them. If Georgia beats Clemson, that will just put them even more like one of the teams to watch this year for uh, yeah. college football playoff appearance, obviously, and a national championship. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going to go with what we're calling the rattlesnake pick. We had rattlesnake on. He's our group of five guy. So every week we are going to pick a group of five exclusive game. This week's is Boise State versus UCF at the Bounce House, which is the greatest nickname for a stadium ever, in Orlando, kicking off tomorrow at 7. Tomorrow being Thursday. I keep forgetting people will listen to this at other times. Uh, (laughs) Thursday at 7. UCF is a a 5.5-point favorite. 67% of people think UCF is going to cover. The over-under is 68, and the predicted score is uh, Boise 31.6, UCF 38.2. If this was on the blue turf, I would be hammering Boise State home all day. Agreed. Agreed. But because it's in Orlando, the Gus bus is going to get off to a hot start at UCF. They are going to cover. Handedly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Boise State. I loved playing them in the... Oh, was it 2014 when the last NCAA game came out, right? It was NCAA 14, so it came out in 2013, but... Yeah, yeah, whatever it was, right? Uh, I loved playing them in 2014, but I I got to give it to UCF. I think... I just think they're a better team. Yeah, it's... It's going to be a good game, though. I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun, but I, I don't think... I don't think Boise State is going to cover. Uh, fair. I... That's really it for our for our four games. We're probably going to do that, pick four games every week for these. And one group of five game is including the four. Uh, but, Karen, do, before we go, do you want to amend our college football playoff picks? Do you remember uh, your college football playoff picks? I think, I think I just selected the top four out of the coaches' poll, didn't I? Uh oh, I'm talking about our way too early ones from March. Yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep them as is. I think after week one I'll have a better idea uh of of who I should you know, if if I need to 
make any adjustments, but I'm going to stick with, uh, I'm going to stick, stick with my guns for right now and, and see what happens after week one. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sh- I don't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure I said Georgia in there at some point. So, uh, if I didn't, I should. And if they beat Clemson, they definitely should. <laughs> I have the graphic up right now. Cause I made a graphic for this. Uh, Kiernan, you had, Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Georgia at three, Ohio State at four, and AM at five. Okay. I did Alabama, Clemson, Iowa State, Indiana, and AM. I'm going to move Indiana up to two, Clemson to three, and Iowa State to four. Right. So I'm going to keep the same teams, but I'm going to shuffle them around a little bit right now. I am going to stick to my guns for right now, and I will reevaluate after. The full week one has been completed. If Georgia beats Clemson, I think Clemson will be out. We will see. Okay, fair. Uh, Kiernan, anything else you want to talk about before we head on out? No, I think I'm good. Kevin, do you have any last-minute last minute stories you'd like to grace us with? Uh, no, I don't right now, actually. All I've got to say is roll tide, baby. Yeah, here we go. Get ready for a fun college football season. That's all I got to say. Million Dollar Man's going to light it up down there in Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah. And I am Damn excited. Right. And that man all contracts. Right. Hand over fist. That's absurd still. A million dollars. I know. That's ridiculous. All right. Well, let us know on Twitter your picks for the games we picked at Quad Tailgate. Follow us on Instagram, also at Quad Tailgate. And also, Kiernan, did you know that we have merch now? <gasps> we have merch. We do. We have, let me tell you what we have. With our beautiful logo all over it, we have t-shirts, we have sweatshirts, long sleeves, uh, pint glasses, tumblers, stickers. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff. We got, it. We got it all, man. Damn. So head on over. We are sharing a storefront with the corner booth tailgate or the corner booth so check out the we'll probably tweet out the link later but check out the corner booth storefront on teespring and buy some merch give me some money (laughs) you need to mind me give me money now so thank you and have a good night. Out of the game when I was hustling crap. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. Bye. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this studio? Busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Daddy. She like the party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 